and throughout all of my years so far of competing, if there's one thing that I've noticed that separates the elite lifters from those that are obviously still beginning, intermediate, trying to break into that level, is that the elite lifters do not miss. Welcome to the Waiting Game Podcast, a podcast where I attempt to bring more dialogue into the world of Olympic weightlifting and share my experiences and perspectives in the sport and resistance training in general. It was a perspective I wish was more accessible during my earlier years of training, so here is my attempt to bring that value to those who may be seeking it. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Waiting Game Podcast. I'm your one and only host, Brandon Wakeling. I thought for this episode I would touch on something that I actually wrote about on my newsletter last week. For those that haven't subscribed to my newsletter and want to get weekly installments of what I'm up to, what I'm thinking about, and get deeper insights into the world of weightlifting, I'll put a link in the bottom of this podcast episode where you can join. But last week I spoke about, or spoke about, I wrote about raising your minimums in training. And what I mean by that If I'm talking raising your maximums, that's quite self-explanatory. I mean by setting new 1RMs, whether that's your snatch, clean and jerk, strength movements, etc. What I mean by raising your minimums is essentially how heavy you can lift close to your 1RM while maintaining good quality movement and really minimizing the amount of missing that you're having in your training. So essentially, how heavy can you lift without missing? As someone who has aspirations to compete at a certain level, this is definitely a skill set you should look into improving. As some people out there, unfortunately, are, as you would say, training heroes. And then when it comes to the competition platform, it's almost like they're a completely different lifter and they can't lift even close to what they do in training. And throughout all of my years so far of competing, if there's one thing that I've noticed that separates the elite lifters from those that are obviously still beginning, intermediate, trying to break into that level, is that the elite lifters do not miss. And as I mentioned in my newsletter, I used the example of Tatiana Kazarina from Russia in a 2016 interview. It wasn't long after this interview, I think the whole Icarus thing fell out and she was busted for everything under the sun, but that's a different story. In this, her and her coach were sat down by whoever was interviewing her, and the interviewer asked her when the last time she missed an attempt in training was, and she simply just said never. And then the interviewer pressed a little further, so she decided to go to her coach And they had a bit of a back and forth with each other and really tried to have a think about when the last time she missed in training was. And they couldn't come up with an answer. That's how long it had been. And obviously, this is an outlier case. People miss lifts. That's just part of the game. But what I've noticed when I'm in these big training halls, when people aren't, say, at their true maximum, even when they're in their 90% range, they're not missing attempts. Now, one of my... I would say strengths that I've developed over my weightlifting career so far is that I make a lot more than I miss on the training platform. So my percentage of lifts made in competition, looking at my statistics, is 77%. 
So obviously it's not in the 90% range. I did miss a lot of lifts when I started out. I remember missing my opening snatch for a good five, six competitions in a row. Once I finally hit that 100 kilo mark, it was somewhat in my head. And whenever I tried it on the platform, I'd always miss. But through the years of really trying to work on raising my minimums, which is something that my coach Miles really emphasized with me. I started training with him in 2018, so I haven't been lifting with him my whole career. But when I started with him, there was a massive emphasis on making lifts in training. And as he says is, you want to be surprised that you missed a lift. So not just going for a lift half-hearted, thinking it's going to be 50-50, making sure that when I'm going for a lift, whatever's on the bar, I'm attempting something that I really believe I'm going to make. So then when I miss, it would be somewhat of a shock. And if I talk on my last training cycle leading up to the 2022 Commonwealth Games. During that training cycle, I missed three snatches throughout the whole, it may have been up to 15 week training block. And those three attempts, one of them was at roughly 98% of my best. And the other two attempts were at 101, 102% of my best. So going for PB attempts, in which I eventually got. And as for my clean and jerks, I only missed one attempt during that entire training block. Through having the approach on really trying to raise my minimum standards, I noticed when competing locally that there were some lifters that had a lot of promise in training. I remember a lifter snatching 140 kilograms in training. And then coming into competition day, during that same training block, I had snatched 127 kilos. Then come competition day, I snatched 127 kilos again, and the other lifter lifted just over 120 kilos. So how do we improve on our minimums? As much as I wish it were a technical thing I could just say to you in order to fix it, a lot of it has to do with experience and strategy when it comes to attempt selection in training. So something that I've tried to develop is the ability to make better decisions in my training. So if I see on the program I have to lift 90% in the snatch given any day and I turn up and I just know that I'm feeling fatigued, 90% is just not going to happen. Past me, as once upon a time trying to snatch 120 for the first time, trying 23 times in a row and missing every single attempt, these days coming up to that attempt, I wouldn't even try the 90%. I'd go back and I'd lift 85% because I know I could do it well. And if I attempt 90% knowing that it's going to be a rough day, all that's going to happen is I'm figuratively going to bang my head against the wall, miss after miss after miss. I'm going to start doubting myself. I'm going to kill my confidence. I'm probably going to think of some crazy technical change that I need to do and it's just not going to be conducive to improving in the long run following that approach. So I would just say to people to be a little more sensible in their training, think longer term, pick attempts in training that you truly believe you're going to make. If you miss, that's fine, that does happen. That's not the end of the world, but it's just trying to get used to making attempts. So when by the time you hit the platform, you're not used to missing attempts and making attempts just becomes a lot more naturally ingrained. 
that's why I like when people start competing to start more conservative and as the competitions go on, slowly ramping it up over the months and competitions and years. So then they get used to making lifts on the platform instead of just redlining competition one, going two for six, and then not really knowing where to go from there. Now, that's pretty much all I wanted to touch on in this episode. That's probably enough rambling for me. As I said at the start of the episode, if you want to get more of an exclusive look into my life, training, insights into weightlifting, then click the link at the bottom and follow the newsletter. But as always, I'll see you all next week with another fresh episode. Talk to you then. Thank you.